The number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is. Lay it all on the line. I just met you. Can't forget you. Got a feeling it's the real deal. Baby, it's cool. Obsessed with your excess sexiness. Playful like a little kitten on the internet. And I'm smitten with your little art exhibit. And your golden locks smile so radiant. The sun is envious. I like it a lot. That hottie over there, you stole my heart. Infatuated something crazy with the swag you got. I think about you every second that we spend. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob, sitting in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Today is October the 15th, 2014, 7.14 p.m. I'm here staring at my MacBook, recording through the Blue Yeti, talking to you. Yes, next week, the very first live Bobcast. We're bringing it down to historical Matty Yunk, the Great Broom. Uh, I haven't seen Mickey since uh, last week's band practice. Uh, I know he's very excited for the gig. Uh, It's his birthday. He's turning 34 tenders years of age. So let's give him a call and see what he's up to. See how he's, you know, preparing for the launch party. Hello, I'm standing here in downtown Center City, Philadelphia. Ready for liftoff, awaiting the launch party in T-minus. Nine days and counting. Mickey, you know it's only 21 to get in, right? It's not 18. It's a bummer, huh? Yeah, I know, but it got such a great ring to it. So so what you're saying is that it's got such a great ring and you can't let it go, so you just got to keep saying it, right? It's almost like the way of the future. It is the way of the future, technically. So, Chick, uh, how many um, you know hours per day do you think about the pocket dial launch party? Many, many hours a day. I, I calculate how many... Days are until a launch party. I, I I create flyers. I create promotional devices for it, and I tell everyone I know. It's basically, uh, try to get the ball rolling here. How do we sell out the Grape Room for a free concert? <laughs> I think we're in the process, man. Uh, I heard on um, eBay they're actually starting to try to sell like uh, you know swaps. Like people are gonna. Uh, you know, sell their place in the club because it's going to be the capacity. I mean, we're eventually, we're essentially creating a cover charge because it's going to be probably so packed. Would you say they're creating swaps? Yeah, like, uh, you know, someone arrives at 9 p.m. sharp and then at 9.30 it's packed. So on eBay, people are like, at 10 o'clock, I'll leave the club for you to come in the club. So we're creating our own, you know, economy, basically, with this launch party. Let me ask you another question. Did you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Regularly, man. (laughs) So basically today, uh, it poured, it rained, hopefully on October the 24th, at the Grape Room. 
We'll have perfect weather. You'll be able to sit outside. You'll be able to come on down, listen to the Pocket Dial live show. Yeah, we're going to be clear for takeoff on October 24th. All right, so what time's the show? We go on at 11 p.m. 11 p.m., folks. Tune in. Chick, uh, since you're the DJ, what Pocket Dial track you want to hear right now? I love when you give me this call, my friend. I'm always on the spot, but let me take a look into our little playlist that I've been perusing over all last night and pick a true winner that I know everybody wants to hear. Let's kick things off where we all started with a little Into the Bubble. Watch it back, get off of me. I told you, you don't want this. Don't make me have to repeat myself when you run the gauntlet. No ordinary defeat. No ending up in the coffin. And we all know talk is cheap. So zip your lip and start walking. Big trouble, into the bubble. And every time we come out, we be getting in a scuffle. Do a double, take it to the hubble. Telescope and put a piece of love in the puzzle. Big trouble, into the bubble. And every time we come out, we be getting in a scuffle. Do a double, take it to the hubble. Telescope and put a piece of love in the puzzle. Welcome back to the Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob. Uh, on the bat phone this evening, we have Mickey and a new guest to the show from a galaxy far, far away. Welcome to the lounge, Baba Sweat. What's up, B.O.B.? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Ready to talk some gossip. Exactly. That's what we do here on the Bobcast because we're Batman fans. Uh, this past Monday, uh, the episode... Uh, Chick, do me a favor. Uh, give us an introduction as to what's going on down there in the dirty streets of Gotham. <laughs> uh, you know, typical hijinks. Uh, you know, it seems like a real slow episode. It seems like the Marillies and the Falcones are getting uh, intertwined. There's no Catwoman sighting. The, you know, Bruce Wayne is getting visited by Gordon all the time. It seems like a rerun, kind of. I don't know. What do you think, Baba Sweat? Um, I I actually like it. I, I like the slow build up. I don't think we you know need to have everything happen all at once. And uh, 
you know, I, I've been listening to the podcast, and I'm a little confused about all the hate online, too, with that with what this show is getting. Um, I'm really into uh, James Gordon, but by far, I think Oswald steals the show. Oh, yeah, he definitely steals the show. You know, I guess here on the Bobcast, uh, we should mention, yeah, the first episode of Gotham Cast, that was a little mixed. That was in the bag. Episode two came around. I became more and more interested. And then the third episode, The Balloon Man, really, that's the one that got me. Actually, we didn't record for uh, episode two because I had the cold. But, um, yeah, it's definitely, um, this episode for me was kind of slow. But at the same time, it's building, I guess, stuff that's going to happen later. I was kind of confused as to, like, all the plans for Arkham. I'm like, can we just simplify this, please? Think about the Uh 10-year-old that's, like, being like, what? Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of... Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was pretty good. Now, do you think uh, Oswald planned that out all along, or you think that, uh, like, I guess he hired that crew to come in there. He knew they were coming, and he hid in there just, oh, man, he's so good. The Penguin, is, he steals the show. I'd be more interested in the show if it was called Penguin, and, like, that was it for 60 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to edit it, you know. Penguin is certainly captivating, and he's got the greatest look in the, you know, in the book. I like how you throw in the question mark uh, on there, buddy. What do you think of uh, Baba Sweat? What do you think of the Riddler's performance thus far? Enigma? Um, it, yeah. I think he's good. I like the, you know, he, he's definitely on the back burner. And uh, I I think it's cool how, again, they're planting those seeds. Um, it seems like he's so happy. He's so eager to share what he has, his knowledge. And, um, you know, he, he's, like, wow, well, where do you see what I got for you? And it's kind of met on deaf, deaf ears, just uh, cricket, cricket, and then they just kind of walk away from him. And they leave him like, you know, a kid who's just, you know, like his dog just died. Like, oh, man, this, this is the greatest thing ever. And they just kind of say, sure, that's cool. And then they walk away from him. So you can see he's being disrespected, and, it, and it's going to, I think it's just going to slowly eat away at him. Um, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I like it a lot. Chick, what were your thoughts on this episode? What stood out in a positive manner? Like I said, on the whole, it's a great show. I love where it's gone. I think it's going to be great. It's got picked up for uh, six more uh, episodes to flesh out its full season run. So they're obviously into it. And, uh, I mean, like I said, I'm into it as a fan. I just, however, you know, my fish maroni, uh, or whatever, fish money, I, I don't even know her name. <laughs> I, just, I, I, can't, I can't get into her character. She seems like just... Baloney, fish baloney, let's call it. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba Sweat, what do you think? Oh, man. You know what? When I found out that Jada Pinkett Smith was going to be in this, that she was going to be a villain, I'm like, wow, she's going to, you know, she's going to bring like a, I, I was picturing her having like somewhat of a Catwoman type role. I was thinking she's going to be like a mentor to Selena with this reimagining of the whole thing. Uh, I, I would agree. Uh, she's a little bit of a dud. Uh, I thought she was going to be 
you know, seductive, uh, feline, sexy, all that, all that stuff. And uh, she was like dirty and gross. I, I can't put my finger. It on really it. is. I mean, she. I don't, she... I don't like her either. Maybe it's the hair. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a fan of fish, and I, I feel like they're setting it up. I think Oswald is going to take her down, and uh, she's going to be his stepping stone. So. Get it done, Oswald. Get it done, brother. Yeah, for real. Maybe Seriously. that's what they're doing. But I mean, that whole scene where like she was trying out new dancers, and then she's like, "Seduce me." I'm like, "Am I watching Gotham or am I watching something on Showtime?" Yeah, I don't like that either. Um, you know, and, and maybe I'm being, I don't know, a funny buddy about it. Just like, you know, like when the first Transformers movie came out with Michael Bay, and you know they they. Shia Yeah. Last night I watched it because uh, Monday I I watched the affair, which we could talk about another period of time. If you guys ever watch that show for the Bobcast listeners, check it out on Showtime. The affair, you'll love it. But uh, I was thinking to myself, like, what is Gotham? What what's the target audience there? Because like, I mean, I have um, you know uh, students that I teach uh, that are younger, and what do I, I don't know how to like comment on that. I, I don't. Yeah, I just don't enjoy that either on Gotham. It's just out of place for. That type of TV show. I mean, if you want to do that, don't have commercial breaks. You know what I mean? Just uh, run the sixty minutes. Yeah, there is a lot. There's a lot of gratuitous violence and just murder, like at all, at all costs. People are getting <laughs> off, like bloody. Is that Batman? I don't know. Yeah, dude, I was thinking that because you said that in the last Bobcast. You're like, it's just a dark and gritty, like really, like just. I mean, like the assassination on the roof. Let's talk about this first. First off, I love the actor that played this guy. This um, what did they call him on the show? Um, Richard Gladwell with the spike. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I thought that scene was really well done, and I liked the the actors playing the guy. And I wished it, you know, we got a chance to know the villain of the week, if they're going to do that formula each week. You know what I mean? Like the balloon man. Now, this dude. Uh-huh. Um, let's get a chance to know the guy instead of. I mean, we see where he works for a brief moment, but I mean, I thought that that was a a miscue there because I thought that actor was really strong, but instead. We were at Fish, you know, Baloney's house watching some sort of strange show. Yeah, um, I I don't know who that was, but did you guys catch earlier in the episode where Harvey and uh, Gordon are doing like interviews and there's like this dude who I think he's he must be like Latina or something. He had like curly hair and Harvey says the line, "What do you, who do you think you are, yeah. the clown prince?" Yeah, Markham, yeah. Oh, my God, I loved it. He looked like a, like a Cesar Romero jo- Joker, you know? Yeah, he, he definitely did. Uh, I, I, I 
Yeah, me too. So yeah, the saga of Bruce Wayne and uh, Alfred, the kick-ass butler, continues. Uh, I need to see more Alfred on the show. What do you guys think? Baba Sweat? I like Alfred. I mean, all along we've kind of seen Alfred as this, you know, prim and proper British guy, not not too much affect. This Alfred, uh, I'm thinking he's, he's either New Zealand or Australian, and you could tell he loves this boy so much and he feels for this kid and he cares you just feel that genuine care for him and it's really cool to see the dynamic between young Bruce and his older Alfred I, I really I really dug it especially a couple of weeks ago when they were fencing mm-hmm. and he just got Bruce to finally just snap and show some emotion I great casting I like it uh, I, uh, I read online that, that uh, Major Twist is that Alfred actually killed Bruce's parents and he's going to come and take over like the Wayne Empire and marry Fish Baloney and just... <laughs> what? You, nah, wait, kidding, you man. read this online? I'm a little too serious. So we had to mix it up a little bit here at the Bobcat. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. I see where you're going oh, with that. Oh, man, that, that's really going to get everybody to tune in. Definitely. Um, definitely bring new technology. The wedding of Alfred and Baloney here on the Bobcast. <laughs> Yeah, I have high hopes for the show. I think it's uh, it's got great potential. Uh, it's exciting now that there's a, a show to watch on Monday uh, that deals with Batman, of all things. Uh, coincidentally, today in DC Comics news in the entertainment industry, they announced a series of new movies coming out. Uh, are you fellows aware of this? I am. Uh, I Oh, I, I, you sent me the link. I, I thought that was from somebody else. Mickey, uh, would you care to tell everybody what the link entailed? It just uh, talks about the next uh, wave of DC themed movies, man. They got like a Green Lantern wrapping up in 2010, 2020. Jesus Christ, man. I can't even imagine 2016. Uh, yeah, it talks about... <laughs> it talks about all the movies that they're going to do. Aquaman's in there, Shazam's in there, uh, Justice League 1 and 2, Suicide Squad, Harley Quinn. Maybe. I don't know. There's rumors that she's not going to be in it. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's the next wave. It's a crazy leak, man. I don't know. Did they do it on purpose? I just sent you that picture. Uh, I, I mean, I, today, to be honest with you, I received several texts from many people, and I, too, was definitely online on Twitter uh, reading about this. Uh, I mean, I'd heard it. Uh, the dude that did the movie uh, Fury, David Ayer or whatever, was doing Suicide Squad. But I had no idea Suicide Squad was coming out so soon. It says 2016. But um, yeah, the list is uh, Batman vs. Superman, March 25th, 2016. Suicide Squad, August 5th, 2016. Followed by Wonder Woman, June 23rd, 2017. Then The Justice League Part 1, November 17th, 2017. And dude, this one really surprised me because they just had, a, I guess, a successful um, debut of the TV show, The Flash, March 23rd, 2018. Do you know who's playing The Flash? Dude, have you ever seen the movie uh, We Need to Talk About, Kevin, either of you? It's called We Need to Talk About Kevin. It uh, has a guy that plays also in the movie Perks of Being a Wildflower. His name's Ezra Miller. And he's a re- no. really, uh, it's, a, it's a, 
it's a strange kind of casting for the flash i don't see him as the flash i like him as an actor but i don't see him as barry allen at all uh shazam's coming out we uh know that the rock's gonna be in that uh justice league part two i'll be 39 years old <laughs> followed by cyborg i'll be 40 uh and then we can you know round everything out with uh, another telling of the green lantern baba sweat what'd you think of the last green lantern movie you're gonna laugh at me i did not hate it actually uh sometimes and I'm also the guy, the one guy in America that probably liked Ben Affleck and Daredevil because I actually really did. I really, really did. I think sometimes you just got to relax and just enjoy the ride a little bit. And because uh, I really like Ryan Reynolds, uh, he's definitely more suited to Deadpool. But um, there were parts of the Green Lantern I thought some of the effects were awful. But then I thought some other parts like, wow, that looks really cool. But it, at the end of the day, I found myself putting in an effort to like the Green Lantern. Um, it felt like a little bit of work to like it, but if you go with low expectations, you know, it's got Django Fed in it. That means a lot to me, so there you go. <laughs> Mickey, you ever see Green Lantern? Oh, man. I never saw Green Lantern, man. I, I don't think I ever saw Daredevil either. I think I, I saw... Daredevil's underrated. Dude. Electra is the worst of all superhero movies, but Daredevil is underrated, I think. I uh, I've seen Daredevil and I've seen the director's cut and it's 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 all, I mean I've seen it a couple of times so I mean at least it's watchable but I mean Green Lantern I really didn't have a problem with when they were uh, on Oa when they were on that one planet but some of the stuff on Earth especially the villain I thought was really weak but um yeah I think it was a weak script I'm looking forward to seeing Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool what do you guys think about uh, the casting of uh, Aquaman Jason Momoa or whatever the hell his name is. Yeah, I wonder how they're going to do that. How do you, how do you go? This guy is, you know, obviously Game of Thrones and uh, Conan. How do you make a guy that looks like that? I mean, the Rock is Shazam. I see it. I think they're kind of like too much Rock, personally. But, well, he, uh, he's going to be Momoa, Black Adam. I don't know how you make that look like. Uh, how do you make him into Aquaman? I don't know. Um, it's definitely going to be a more masculine, like, jacked up Aquaman than what we're kind of used to. Chick, which movie from uh, the list that was announced today are you most looking forward to seeing? Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I guess uh, I guess the Justice League is going to be cool. Uh, you know, Avengers was fun, but uh, I'd like to see all them guys together. Actually, wait, 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 no, scratch that. Wonder Woman, yo. Gal Gadot or whatever is smoking. And I am, that, that image of her as Wonder Woman is just like the best image of all time. Like, yeah, I do like I'm to so see I'm so ready it. for that. Yeah, I would agree, but I'll say what I'm not ready for, um, and this is a turnoff right away, Jesse freaking Eisenberg is Lex Luthor. Yeah, right? the social network. You, you talk about a villain that I'm going to hate and I'm going to be happy to see him die, that's Lex Luthor. I, I, if it's Jesse Eisenberg, I need him to die. Put Michael Sarah in there, too. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those two guys, two peas in a pod. Yeah, I heard that uh, he's going to have like a Lex Luthor like type Facebook headquarters and have like a basketball <laughs> court in his like office and like I, I hope he's wearing wigs. Uh, the choice, I guess, is a little strange, but uh, I kind of felt that way when uh, Ben Affleck came aboard Batman. But I guess I've gone, you know, three sixty. Uh, I saw him in Gone Girl recently, and uh, he he's awesome. I mean, like I don't know what he did to get better at acting. 
But uh, he did. Uh, some of his movies in the past were questionable, but uh, he's definitely hitting the stride. And uh, I, I'm totally back in Ben Affleck as the Bat. I am too. I'm on board. And I got to tell you, the new Bat suit, I'm all about it. I like that it's gray and black instead of all black. And again, I'm definitely in the minority with this. I hated Christian Bale's Bat, Batman. I hated the new Dark Knight trilogy because I couldn't get over that Bat suit. His head looks way too big for his body. He looks like a fat head dispenser, like a big lollipop. Pissed me off. <laughs> what do you think about Mexico? Yeah, but it's a joke and a joker, though. What about the joker, man? Heat Ledger was awesome, but for me, it's always going to be Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson is the joker. Heat Ledger, uh, honorable mention. Uh, they both get the gold, but I'm, I'm more of a more comic joker. So I'm going to go with Jack Nicholson on that one. I think they're both they're just two different versions of the Joker and that's the great thing about the character is you can retell him so many different times but at the core of it I mean he's just a clown um, I, I think the Jack Nicholson's uh, version of the Joker I just recently watched Batman and it really is amazing and uh, I've pointed out here in the Bobcast oh, yeah. the one thing that blows my mind still to this day is if you watch the scene where you first see the Joker there is some purple rouge makeup on his neck. Yes, the makeup person completely blew the shot. I, I, I can't imagine why the editor, Tim Burton, never caught this, but uh, it's on there. So, uh, yeah, in the comics, I'd like to see some purple rouge one day as an homage. <laughs> Speaking of comic books, uh, Chick, I asked you today through a text message, can you tell me, can you tell the Bobcast listeners in the spoiler-free universe where they can turn off for a second, how does Wolverine die today? Oh, I'm actually, I didn't pick up my books yet, man. I'm waiting off there. They're, they're arriving shortly. What do you mean? Your, your books get delivered? Yeah, they're coming, like, like, it's, uh, they're coming over. Sweat, did you ever get a chance to uh, see uh, X-Men Days of the Future Past? Uh, my friend was supposed to lend me a copy, but I, he, he never got around to lending it to me, so I, I put it on my queue for Netflix. Netflix? It's going to be on Netflix? Oh, absolutely. Coincidentally, uh, your friend's last name didn't end in B, did it? Moving on through the Bobcast, 7.46 p.m. in the evening. I'm here with Baba Sweat and Mickey. Sweat, are you going to come to the uh, Pocket Dial live Bobcast show on October the 24th? We're going to get a babysitter and we would not miss it. Excellent. Because word on the street is that uh, Mickey's been real busy down there in the confidential lounge making things come to life. I'm all in, brother. I'm going to make it. And now a word from our sponsors here at the Bobcast. Flu season is upon us. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You could wake up in the morning with some itchy eyes and a runny nose. And what do I do when I have to get up early at 6 a.m. and I just can't get to sleep? <sighs> Why well, go into the cupboard and I enjoy some NyQuil? He's a real NyQuil man sitting in his NyQuil land. Waiting for his NyQuil to take over. All right, welcome back to the Bobcast. Uh, unfortunately, Baba Sweat had to go out into the galaxy and fight some stormtroopers. So uh, welcome back to the show, Rockstar Rob from WMMR. Hey, hey. Rob, how are, how are you feeling this evening? Good? I'm feeling good. So much TV to watch, though. Exactly. Thank God for TiVo. Thank God. There's so many programs. So we're going to switch things up right now. Uh... We're going to talk about The Walking Dead season premiere, which uh, aired on Sunday. Uh, 
Let's start off with you, Mickey. How did you uh, feel about the show? Uh, you know, as, an, uh, as one of those guys who says the book is better than the show, uh, regrettably at that, uh, because I hate being that guy. I have been that guy for The Walking Dead. With that being said, I thought the season five premiere was phenomenal, and I thought it conveyed the true emotion I love the book for more way, on, way not better, but just as good as the book, and it, it really, really did it for me. I thought it was great. It was action-packed right from the gate. The only, the only small criticism I had was the little tiny then and now. I didn't, I didn't fully grasp that, but on the whole, yeah, I think it was probably the best uh, episode of that show ever, to be honest with you, in my opinion. Rob, what was your thoughts on No Sanctuary? Well, I mean, the fact that we realized that the guy who got killed first in the trough is the penguin. Yeah, it was what? the penguin. Yeah, you just blew my mind, Rockstar Rob. Wait, what? Yeah, thank awesome. Oh, Rockstar Rob, with the true Rockstar call. Yeah, dude, that that was definitely the penguin with uh, blonde hair. Yeah, they brought him in for, for just for that. They flew him in, killed him off, and flew him out. Yo, let me uh, let me ask you, Rob. What did you? How did you? I mean, for me personally, that opening scene with them uh, in that room about to be slaughtered with the baseball bat and the knife. I mean, what, what's going through your mind when you're watching this on AMC? You know what? Honestly, every time I see a baseball, but you're talking about the when, when he's talking about the book here. I mean, all I say is, "Where's Negan?" Anybody who reads the book knows about Lucille, the baseball bat with barbed wire on it. So every time I see a baseball bat, I'm just like, where's Negan? But um, I thought it was, it, I thought the show was amazing. I, I, the fact that these people are so desensitized to what they're, you know, this is just like, like we get up and go to a job, you know? They get up and they get bodies and they, they kill them and they chop them up and they eat them. I mean, and it's 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 just you know that's what you do every day. Yeah, so, the scene the fact, scene was fantastic. That, so the fact, like now, the question about the beginning and the end that shows you how they became that. And I think the point is that anybody could become that. If, if you're pushed to a certain point, those gangs coming in and putting those people in the train car, and the people who were in the train car were the people who who won terminus. Yeah. So, so the fact is, they were pushed to the point where they said, "We're not going to be cattle anymore," and you know, and that that's just where this took them to. I mean, so I think it was nice that they had that in the beginning and showed how they were before, you know, they became um, that they weren't always that way. I mean, I, 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 only thing, only problem I had is I can't grasp how Carol actually knew that something was going on. I mean, it just seemed a little too, um, she connected the dots way too easy. That's the only thing that bothered me in the whole show. She definitely watched like Rambo First Blood Part 2 like several times <laughs> before the apocalypse because she knew exactly where to put that rocket launcher. Uh, to, oh, yeah, and that explosion, that explosion was mean. Did you see all the bodies flying? I yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah, gruesome. But uh, here's the thing. Okay, so for me, okay, so the 
episodes total uh, non-linear, right? So she sees Rick on the ground getting uh, handcuffed, and then she sees Rick be take you know he's taken inside with the other hostages and the penguin, which is a first here on the Bobcast. So from that moment, there's at least what like three four minutes in that opening scene. Like it happens so quick. Like she sees Rick, and then she just straight up blows up the the propane tank but in the beginning of the show like they they react to the propane and they go to commercial break did anybody notice yeah, that it was a little tarantino-ish wasn't it yeah a little bit that's what i said with the then and now i just i couldn't i couldn't i don't know why they did that then and now shit that's because that's the new well, that's, that's why, the new popular look, I was saying they kind of just wanted to show the humanity that these people were normal human people with emotions at one point but this whole situation has driven them to be desensitized to the to the world, and they just do this heinous crap. But it's like not evil to them; it's just necessity. Yeah, to life. Uh, Mickey, in the book, I uh, I didn't read the the comic. I, I came into it late. But uh, how long in the book do they uh, spend at Terminus? Because it seemed like, uh, I, I mean, they were there and they were gone. Rick and his crew were like, we out. I don't even think Terminus is in the book, to be honest with you. I mean... Rob, can you confirm Rob, that? Rob, can you validate that? Terminus is not in the book. What there was was a storyline about these suburban people that were kind of, they They were stalking people, they were cooking, and they were cooking them. And at that point, if Dale was still alive because in the book it was Dale who lost his leg, not Herschel. Because because the, the the wonderful thing before we go on further, the wonderful thing about the fact that this is not the same as the book is because if you do like if you do something to one person, they react a certain way and it sends a story going in one direction. If you do that same thing to somebody else it may be a completely different story. So in the TV show, they didn't, they had already killed Dale off. Um, but Dale was the one that lost his leg. Dale was then bitten and infected. And then these hunters kidnapped him and they were slicing pieces off of him. And then while they were eating him, he says, oh, by the way, I'm infected. <laughs> Mickey. Man, dude, how do you remember all this stuff? I'm breezed through the compendiums one and two, but my uh, my uh, memory just doesn't serve me well. I don't remember. Do you remember that storyline now? Oh, yeah. No, I definitely remember the, the hunters. I actually thought the hunters were represented by that crew last season of like wanderers that uh, caught more. They weren't cannibals. They, they, they right. weren't. But I do think those hunters. I, I do think the gang. Are the people or were part of the people who originally had attacked Terminus? Who? Yeah, I guess that's the gang that Rick had taken out. I think originally they were the ones that were in Terminus and they were raping everyone and locking them up. And um, but I have to, I have to just jump off one thing do we can we all agree that probably the, one of the best moments in that show was when they let the guy out and he grabs Rick and he goes I'm just like you and he's standing there and then all of a sudden pow 
<laughs> yeah, that was Charles Manson, dude. That's great. It was a, a I, interesting I, just, I, I love that. That and, and seeing the bodies flying in the explosion. I thought that they they were amazing. <laughs> I, I gotta uh, say, my favorite part. Earlier, the emotional aspect that got me was when Rick saw Carol for the first time. Like, I, I, I'm gonna be honest, Joe Bobcat. I started getting a little emotional. Like, my eyes were like welling up. And then when I realized that they had his baby, because, you know, I kind of lost track of things, and that he was going to go see his baby, I just lost it, man. I couldn't even, like, that shit was so emotional. It was so awesome. That's what it needs. I think that the show uh, is doing so well because of uh, the performance that Andrew Lincoln's putting in. Like, dude, he... I, I remember when the show first started off, he re- really had no idea who Rick Grimes was, but now, like, when you see him act, he just... He's hitting it on all four, four cylinders, just full speed. He's just, like, completely immersed in the role now of a guy who's just lost it, you know, like, completely. Uh, when he breaks free in the bathtub of t- uh, terror... He, uh, the way he stabbed that dude, man, oh my god, he hits him in the neck, then he hits him in the gut, and then they, like, gather their weapons, and Daryl, of course, I guess takes off the leg of a desk, I mean, like, do we need to see that? I don't know. But, um, yeah, I think that Andrew Lincoln, he's the one that's, uh, really just, like, driving the show along, dude, like, his, it's really his story. I mean, that's the comic book, is Rick is the, is the guy, you know, he is, yep. Uh, you know, that, that's, that's what the, the one thing and the TV show is just, it, it, you know, even though Rick is the guy, at any moment, anybody, you know, yeah. you know, and that's, that, that's the, that's the whole thing about this. Can't, you know, you want to invest in this person. I really like this character. Wow. And then, boom, they're gone. Because the world they're living in. Should we talk about they the? Are, let's talk about the tortured mind of uh, Tyrese. How about when he was like, "I won't, I won't." <laughs> Tyrese, man, what's a? I mean, like, what is in the book? Isn't he a former like football player? Yes, I believe so. Who did he play for? Um, but how did he kill all those walkers? You know, they, he killed every single one of them. Outside yeah, yeah. Of that. He walks outside, like you know, with his back towards the zombies and just takes them all out and then comes in and takes that dude down. That dude was crazy, man. Yeah, that guy really had it coming, dude. That guy's best line of dialogue was, um, you know, I just don't feel like doing this today. I mean, what's that? I love that guy. I've seen him in something before. He played a great role as the well, villain. You know, like I said, you know, as you know, as, as much of an a hole that dude was in the cabin, he he said it. You know, look, if you don't have it in to kill me, then I'm going to kill you, and that's just the way it's going to go down. Yeah, you know, I hear that and all that. I just don't like how he assumed that that big Tyrese dude didn't have it in him. He kept like being like, "Oh, you're the weak link," you know, no matter what. But he was wrong, dude. He was a straight, total jabron. Jabron. I don't think he was wrong, but I, I, I think it's like, it wasn't until it, he would have never done what he did if that guy hadn't had his hands on the baby. 
that's what drove him. The, the, the saving an innocent life, you know, that to him, I believe that all his hope, all Tyrese's hope of it, that, that this world will be good is based on that baby. Him taking care of that baby. That baby needs to, if he fails that baby, he fails. Yeah, so now he's got like a part of his life back. Like a true jamoke. Well, you know, we still don't know where Beth is. Yeah, dude. I, the thing that's great about it is that uh, we got the new characters, too. Can you guys enlighten me and tell me, uh, what's the scientist dude's name with the mullet? Oh, um, I can't think of his name. What about uh, the sergeant? What's the sergeant's name that looks like he's like out of the WWF circa 1988? That's Abraham. Dude, Abraham's great. I like that guy. No, yeah, Abraham... Um. Yeah, it, you know, it, it, it'll be nice to see where they're going to take that storyline because I'm sure you know it's going to go. It's going to go somewhere. Maybe that the book didn't didn't go to. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, it's funny though. I mean, if you don't read the book, but like if you were to pick up the book and you look at Abraham in the book. And you look at this guy, I mean, it, it's him, you know? Yeah, I think he does yeah. look like very comic booky. like even as a human being. He looks cartoonish. Yeah, the other guy yeah. is Eugene. I think Eugene, right? Yeah, Eugene, Eugene. He's like, yeah. I, I fight uh, diseases with and diseases. But uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens with the show. Uh, predictions, what's going to happen. Like, uh, I mean, if it doesn't follow the book, obviously... We're going to go back into neighborhoods. Like, what other uh, places in the books can we go without any real big spoilers? Maybe some locations. That's a hard question because it's like the governor's empire that he had was similar to, like, the second camp they come into later in the book. They were kind of blurring storylines. So I feel like they're, like, tearing through, like, issue 100. I really don't even know. I think they're going to go to the church. And I hear the next couple issues are going to be three episodes. <laughs> are going to be pretty just like the first one. That's what they're saying online. What do you think there, Rockstar Robbie? You know, I, 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 I know that um, the priest is catching up to them. You know, like, that's who we saw. In, was, was that snippet at the end, like, almost like something out of, like, going to see a Marvel Comics movie? Yeah. And the credits go up, and then there's a snippet of you're like, "Wow, what's that?" Mm-hmm. I just I just read that it was Morgan from season one and three. Yeah, it's the guy that's in the, the, the he's in episode one, right, with uh, Rick. Right, right, the one who had had himself all barricaded in. Um, who actually was he was actually the guy who found Rick. Yeah, that's true, yep. Mm-hmm. In episode one. They made a whole comic book about that guy, or a video game about that guy, too. Uh, they did a Christmas special uh, in a comic book. An image, Image Comics did a Christmas um, issue where it was just um, short stories of different Image characters. And they did a Walking Dead story, and it was about him and his son. Um, heartwarming stuff. Yeah, you know, um, 
All I can say is I'm waiting for them, and I, I'm waiting for them to bring Negan. Negan makes the governor look like a a jabroni six-year-old girl. <laughs> Fellas, we're talking. Negan um, is the vilest, most foul-mouthed, evil son of a bitch that has ever existed. How do you say his name again for the Bobcast listeners who haven't read the book? Megan? Vegan. 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 N-E-E-G-A-N. Vegan. Okay, I get it. Uh, the Bobcast listeners will be uh, tuning in to uh, The Walking Dead this Sunday. We'll be back here next week. I'd like to thank my guests, Rockstar Rob from WMMR. Mickey, don't forget next Friday night, October the 24th. 2014, Pocket Dial, the live Bobcast show, featuring special guests, prizes, and more. So check us out at the Great Room in Maniunk. Man of War, how are you, David? Hey, how you doing? What'd you say your first name again was? Man of War, how are you, Davidson? Oh, yeah, this is the Man of War, the motorcycle place? Yes. My name's Sal Vickersburg, how you doing? Hi. Uh, I'm doing a little traveling here. I'm from uh, the East Coast, and I'm coming through Kentucky. Uh, I'm not too uh, familiar with the area. What's the What's the location of your shop over there? Uh, well, we're off of I-75. Are you uh, coming on I-75? Yeah, I'm coming on the, the 75. Okay, north or south 75? Uh, I'm coming north. Okay, so you're coming from, like, what, Tennessee, north? Yeah, the Tennessee area. L- listen, what I'm trying to do here is... Uh, I just turned 39 years old. I got a year left until I'm 40. And uh, I really want to get a bike. You know, I want to fulfill my Zen in the motorcycle maintenance, you know, arts or whatever yeah. you call it. Yeah. Well, we got lots and lots of bikes. We have the most uh, We have the most in Kentucky. You have the most bikes. Okay. Do you got any bikes that's going to make me look, you know, a little bit cooler? Because I'm kind of like, you know, average looking. They all make you look cooler. <laughs> in your opinion, what, what do you think the best bike to make yourself look sexy is? Uh, it depends on the person, you know, if he's a tall person, if he's a short person. Nah, I'm about 5'11", I got brown hair, brown eyes, you know. I, I think a street glide would be a perfect bike. That's uh, our most sold bike, and you can you can go around town with it, or you can travel with it. It's now, perfect. can I drive this bicycle back home? I mean, do I need petrol? Oh, heck yeah. How, fa- uh, how fast can I get that engine up to? Because I really want to go, you know, through the roof. 120. Faster? You got anything that's a little bit faster? I'm sure we do. You got anything that can clock sure me in do. about like 220? No. Like I saw this like video. That. I saw a video on YouTube with these guys from the city, and they they're they're racing around. They're zip zap, you know, going in and out of the cars. Yeah, you're gonna have to have it modified and stuff like that. But none of the Harleys do 200 anything. <laughs> okay, so the Harleys don't do that, right? You only sell Harleys. We only have Harleys. Here. I can't get like a crotch rocket or something to blast me off. We do. We do have some used ones, but none of them will go that fast. Okay. Okay. So what you're saying is that if I want to be, you know, a rabbit, I, I got to be a turtle first. I got to get something real slow. Is there any modifications I can do to this thing to make it really just, you know, shoot me like the Flash around the globe? Yeah, you can. Yeah, that's always a modification. Now, is it true that you can get me, like, you know, can I get a sound system on there so I can listen to my music? Yeah, the Street Clyde comes with a sound system. It comes with uh, AM, FM, a uh, CD player, 
and always, you know, you can plug in your MP3 player and stuff. What's the, what's the you know, like out here in the, you know, the the heartland of the country here, what's the type of music that I should be listening to if I'm, you know, riding this crotch rocket? Well, if you can, in Kentucky, I guess, if you're listening to anything in Kentucky, it, most people like country music around here. But okay, I, so what if I'm, like, playing, like, Tribe Called Quest or, like, the Wu-Tang Clan, is, is it going to look weird if I'm driving around town? Nope. I don't think so. There's there's a there's a group of writers here called uh, Hypnotics, and they listen to that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's I the stuff that I listen to. So, uh, one more question, okay? Everyone wears leather jackets. Uh, what if I want to wear denim? I'm sorry, what's that last part? Everyone wears the leather jackets. What if I want to wear, like, you know, a denim jean jacket from, like, the Gap or something like that? That's fine. Uh, what, if I put up the collar a little bit? That's fine. All right, what'd you say I your first name that. again was? I'm sorry? What'd you say your first name again was? Tim. Okay, Tim, I'm going to be right by the shop, okay? I'm from New York. All I got right. a New York cap. My name's South Vickersburg. Can you just say my name so that way I don't, you know, you, you remember it? You said Sal? Sal is my first name. S-A-L. Yeah, and my last name's okay. Vickersburg. V-I-C-K-E-R-S Berg. Vickersburg. Can you just pen me down in there so I can come by for, you know, a quick visit? Maybe look at some bikes? Yeah, I mean, I I don't work in that department. But, All right, I mean, don't don't forget what's my, what's my last name. Well, let me let me write this down. Yeah, write this down. This is important because I really want to get this bicycle. How do you spell your last name? It's V I C K E R S Berg. Vickersburg. Please hang up and try again. <laughs>